Q&A with the Coats. This means if you are a Patreon member, you get to ask us questions. If you're not, you don't. So, so you have to unlock this feature. So that means all of two people get to ask us well, questions. Don't list the numbers. Yeah. Right now, it's just two people, but we're growing. We're growing big time, okay? Yeah. We're growing like a pot farm in Kentucky. So nice and slow. But steady. But steady. Our first question is from Steve Hunt. What? Steve? Yeah, I know. You might Steve recognize Hunt, the name. Man, wow, that's crazy. Steve Hunt says, asks, you both expressed a love of Tarantino films. Which is your favorite QT film? Is it a cutie film? Cutie film. That stars a cutie? A little cutie film. Oh, Zac Efron used to be a cutie. He did. Now he's ugly. <laughs> now he's, he's, he's jacked and scary. He's a huge jacked man. He he's a huge jacked scary man. Scary man. He's going to be Wolverine in the next uh, iteration. I do not want to cross that man. I, I could actually see that. What is your favorite Quentin Tarantino film? On the spot oh, right now. Go ahead. Boy. You know. It changes week by week, doesn't it? It changes actually probably every time I watch a new, a new uh, one. Yeah. I like all of his movies. Pulp Fiction. Well, yeah, obviously. Everyone, everyone I'm going likes, through the list. No, Inglorious yeah. Bastards. Yeah, keep on going, keep on going. Hateful Eight. No, no. Why am Django. I um, Jackie. Oh, my gosh. What's the... Oh, death Proof. Death, death proof. proof. Yeah, because the car is Death Proof. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, yes. But he's not Death but Proof. But he's not, or the girls aren't, or whatever. Uh, even like that. So I like all of his movies. He's like a Wes Anderson for me, like kind of someone that's batting a thousand. My favorite one is the last one that I watch. That's how it always is with Tarantino for me. And the last Recency one I watch. Yep, sure. Once upon a time in Nazi occupied France and Glorious Bastards. Oh, you threw me oh. Actually, I did. Just kidding. It is actually Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Bastard. Um, usually, though, I'll say this. It's usually between those two. If someone's just asking me and I haven't watched one of his movies in a, in a minute, I think Inglorious Bastards is his best movie. Like, his, his, like, that's the movie everyone's like, wow, that is incredible in my mind. It, like, shows off him as a director. But I think that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is, like, the movie that he's most passionate about. It's his love letter to Hollywood. And it's and it's like he loves all things movies. And it's a movie about movies and, and people in movies. And I just love the vibe. I like hanging out with with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt and all the people they run into. It's just it's it's a blast. You can't go wrong with any of his films, I don't think. Yeah. In my personal opinion, I would say that all of his films are really good. Baseline. Can I guess what you're gonna say? Jackie Brown. I love Jackie I, Brown. I know you're you're I really, really do big love fan Jackie, of Jackie Brown. Brown. That I, seems to be your most consistent one whenever you kind of think of Tarantino, I feel like. Yeah, I just because I'm German. You like the bastards. I love bastards. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think I've watched that the most times. Jackie Brown is probably a close second, but Inglorious Bastards is so good in my opinion. There's so many scenes that I will watch just out of the blue. Yeah, the whole under the bar scene, beneath the oh, yeah. the yeah whatever the, the you know under bar. The under bar, like the, the under, under bar. bar. And it is. It's like underneath. A, yeah, it's like yeah. a hidden bar. Yeah, it's cool. And they play the whole game. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. And Michael Fassbender's in that. Uh, what's the guy's name? The German actor. His name is something. Till Schweiger. No, not well. Till Schweiger. Well, Till Schweiger's great. Yeah. Oh, but, the guy that's in the Terrence Malick film. Exactly. Um, August Deal. August, August Deal owns the show, and he has many films where he does this. Scenes actually in films where a character will come in, steal the show. They'll become the mm-hmm. center of attention, and you've never seen him before. Yeah. And now you're like, okay, is this the main character now for the rest of the film? Because it feels like that. That's the introduction. That's what I love that Tarantino does is he will introduce characters midway through films mm-hmm. with. A grand introduction. Can I ask you a question real quick, too? I know we're maybe running long on this. Literally, so Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 
was written as a novel first. Didn't he didn't publish it, and he made a movie based on the novel he wrote before the he published the novel. Has that ever happened? Yeah, in I was going to say, I don't like, think, uh, maybe has that ever happened? It's not the normal not way common. of conducting a film. But I don't think it's something like this has ever happened. Where like he's finished the novel, and it's like you know what, this is going to make a great movie. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this into a movie. Like so, the script is technically like an adaptation of his own work. <laughs> his own work. Yeah. Of a novel. That I don't think yet. it's done often. I You're right. If, actually, if, no, not even done often. I think it's a rarity. Yeah, it's pretty rare for for something like that to kind of happen. So, next question, Adam: yeah. What has been your favorite slash greatest cinema experience? Oh man, I think that the one that comes to mind is going opening night. For Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible Fallout in IMAX. And we like we I we get the tickets in advance. It's my first time using AMC A list. The first time I use it, I reserve the tickets it like months in advance because I'm so excited for the movie. And we go to theater and we got we we get this exact seats that we want, the perfect seats, and we're just super pumped to watch this movie. Like reviews are slowly coming in, and it's already like a certified fresh thing, not that we really care about. Rotten Tomatoes, but it just gets us even more pumped because we're already so pumped about this movie. And we sit down and we see Sterling K. Brown there. Sterling King Brown. K. Brown is, uh, you know, he's been in a bunch of movies. He's this on is This us, is right? Us. That's, yeah. And great actor. He's sitting like right in front of us, which is kind of cool. And that just makes it more fun. And then before the movie starts, an AMC employee comes out and they go, before the movie starts, we, uh, someone from the movie would like to come out and speak. Someone and from like, the movie. What? I love and that. Then Christopher, Christopher McQuarrie comes out. And introduces the movie. The director and writer. Yeah. That was like a surprise. Your ticket it was yeah, not on Ticket Sub. It was not advertised as like, hey, we're, there's going to be a Q&A or like an introduction of the movie. And you know why you got so cool. that? Because you live in L.A., baby. It, yeah, totally. It was so cool. And it was awesome. And he was like super pumped. And it was really reiterating that like Tom Cruise is crazy. He does all these stunts. <laughs> and I'm fortunate enough to yeah. witness it. So It's amazing. I went to Boyhood and I saw Ethan Hawke at a Q&A afterwards, and as we were walking out, what's great about at least the Arclight, I, I, I don't think mm. I've been to the Arclight maybe like two years, and or a Arclight, which I think it just went under, bit, yeah. under it went bankrupt, right? It went, it went to the underbar. It went to the underbar, and it got shot. And now I think it's owned by AMC, right? Didn't they buy it? Or... No, I think they're going to, though. Or maybe, I thought, maybe I thought it's official. Did. I thought they bought it. Then someone hasn't bought the Cinerama Dome yet, then? Mm, whatever. Yeah. doesn't matter to me. Yeah. We're walking out. What I like about Arclight, or at least what it was, is that you would have to walk out with everyone else. I don't know if they have like an, a back door exit for these people. So, or maybe this is just a choice by Ethan Hawke. Yeah. He just starts walking out with everyone else. And I'm just shoulder to shoulder with him walking out. I'm like, don't say anything stupid. Don't say anything stupid. Don't be stupid. Just don't be stupid. And then we walk out and I let him kind of go further up. And then I don't even know exactly what I said, but the moment I remember is that he was about to turn around a corner and I point at him and I go, Mr. Hawk, good job. And he like looks back and like, who the hell is talking to me right now? And then he goes, and he Gah! looks at me <laughs> and he looks back at me and he goes, ah, oh, hey man. He gives me one of his like finger guns. Like, ah, oh, thanks man. Whoa. And he like walks away. I did, did you dodge the finger bullet that was, was shot like, at you? I'm like, Ooh, I caught it in my teeth. Whoa. No, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, that's just one moment that sticks yeah. out in my head. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of other moments in theaters that I really loved. I've had a lot mm. of good moments in theaters. I've kept a lot of my ticket stubs. I really love the theater going experience, and I hope it doesn't die. Yeah, I hope. I yeah, hope so too. Adam, we have our final question. Woo! What are your favorite podcasts 
I'd recommend The Evolution of Horror. That's Steve Hunt saying that. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I actually have heard that. I like those dudes. They are, they're like something with like, they're British dudes, I think, or something like that. Well, they're Brits, huh? They're little Brit dudes. Takes one to uh, no one, feel, Steve Hunt. Yeah, I feel like, oh man, I was listening to them. They were talking about Hellraiser, and they did a cool thing on those movies. They did some cool stuff on Lynch. They did some cool stuff, I think, on Argento. And even Fulci, I think they did some some of his. They, they were actually covering zombie films, mm. so they covered some Fulci, um, and they're they're really cool. The I will say to. blank check pod. But that wasn't my suggestion. I was just actually. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm jumping off. I knew, but I'm taking up <laughs> yours because I know that they, that that's is going all to I be... was going to say. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go. You got it. No, we can talk about well, both I got of some other it. ones. Too. But the blank check yeah. podcast yeah. is with Griffin and David Griffin Newman. He's an actor slash. What I don't podcaster. Now. I guess podcaster is official title now, yeah. because that their podcast is actually kind of climbing up now mm-hmm. in the leaderboards. Uh, and then David, what's his last David name? Sims. Sims is uh, a a critic and writer. I think for the Atlantic. Yep, sounds uh, right. And he's really great. He's great. Their dynamic is awesome. They're the hashtag two best friends. Yep, but we're coming in on that territory. I don't know who we are. Uh, probably not. You're not my best friend. But that's a great. Great podcast, and I they, love they cover filmographies of directors. Well, the reason they're called Blank Check is because oh, of I was gonna, I'm yeah. setting you up. <laughs> setting me up, and because I, I stole your I suggestion, I wanted no, you to. Um, it's like directors that get blank checks essentially after you know for some reason, and and sometimes they clear, and sometimes they, they bounce, bounce, baby. baby. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great <laughs> podcast. A uh, couple other good film ones. No, you've already slash said film cast. <laughs> They're yeah. very, very good. Slash film Love all those dudes over there. It's cool. And um, film spotting. Yes. They're really great. You those stole are, mine. I was going to use well, a film spotting too. So I, you it takes listen one to, to film no spotting one. more than me, I think, now. Probably now. I, yeah, I, you know, I disagree a lot of times with film spotting and mm-hmm. their opinions on some of these films that they're covering. But I still love to hear their opinions on yeah. these things because it is, they're very insightful. Same thing with Griffin and David mm. and Blank Check podcast. And they've actually intersected those two podcasts. Yeah. They've been on each other's podcasts a couple times. Yes. And so I like hearing those different viewpoints. And they come at it from a Midwestern Chicago because yeah. that's where they're based out of point of view. And the cool thing about them is one of my favorite critics of all time is Michael Phillips of the uh, Chicago Tribune. Yes, and they have him on, on there yeah. a lot. Sometimes he's like a guest host for whatever reason or sometimes yeah. he's just on there just because. I know he's usually on for their end of year Oscar yes. nominations and Emmy, yeah. or not Emmy, but Golden Globes. Golden Globes, all the like Golden Brick stuff, all that stuff. Yeah, he is great. His vibe is my favorite. Um, and mm. I think he's like the the toughest on movies. He is. And I for like sure. it. I like his 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 uh his take. Uh also another quick one, Blank Check intersected with this podcast, How Did This Get Made? Which is excellent. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they do shows out here where well, they were doing live shows at Largo, um, out here in LA. They're hilarious. That's um Paul Shear. And his group of friends, and they kind of will watch a movie and be like, what the hell did we just what see? What was that? Or sometimes it's something really cool, and they want to talk about just stuff. But they're they're great. And if you're talking about comedy, one of my favorite podcasts that's not even about films, really, is the Your Mom's House podcast oh, yeah. with yeah. Tom Segura and Christina Pazitsky. Yeah. Uh, they're hilarious. They just pretty much pull up random clips from YouTube and TikTok and Instagram live feeds, all that, and they just critique. I mean, they're two comedians, so they they're just, funny. like, give their takes on topical events, but mainly, like, what's going on in the interwebs, mm-hmm. and they have this whole cult following. They have a bunch of weird, just creepy, like, 
the the darker corners of the internet they pull up videos from and they pull up some really heavy stuff that you probably would never see unless you actually watch the show. It's uh it's jarring I've, and scarring yeah. and uh, I've unleashed that terrifying. upon you. Yeah. yeah. I like have uh observed this podcast or know about this podcast through osmosis. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, one more we gotta say. That's fine. Go ahead. Because we have a we have a a, a friend, a friend of ours. We've kind of referenced podcast. it. I think we before have on the show. Sounds like a cult. Sounds like a cult. Is Amanda Montel and what's her co-host? And uh, Issa, Issa something. Issa Ray. Are you sure? No, I don't know. It sounds cool. <laughs> Issa Ray. Is, yeah, anyway, go on. Issa something. Um, it's really, really good. good. Really, really their good. dynamic is also awesome. And it's thirty minutes. Really funny. They actually have cool guests on, and they look at cults not like. Jonestown or whatever, but it's more of like this soul cycle cult is like the people that are big Trader fans Joe's of, a cult. Yes, if you're like you know, like there's interesting things. They just did one on The Bachelor that I think we just we talked about. Right. And it's hilarious. I don't even watch The Bachelor and it's mm-hmm. very funny. Yeah. They're very I mean, good. I like to think that they're kinda like us where it's like we give a lot more perspective on other things than just Giallo, but we do it through the lens of Giallo. That's like right. Giallo is the the foundation of it their thing is cults and then they just kind of springboard off of that totally yeah yes cool man that has been our q a with the coast remember if you want to ask us questions you have to sign up for the patreon at patreon.com forward slash conspicuous trench coats.